previously on Live at 605. I said, if you run for president, not only would I not vote for you, I would make a propaganda video against you. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from a gloomy downtown Toronto. This is episode 8, season 22 of Live at 605, and I am your podcaster, Val. And I'm your podcaster, John, and like you said, it's very uh, gloomy... Dreary, dreary and rainy outside. I think we're both exhausted. We didn't go to bed till three in the morning <laughs> last night, so a little low energy. Yeah, and woke up at like seven. Yeah, eight. I think so. And uh, but we'll save that story for another podcast probably yeah. next week. But yeah, it's season twenty-two, episode eight, which is kind of crazy. Like this season's flying by. I feel like totally. But what I think I love about this season now is like now there's some real shit happening. Mm. Yeah, it's back to like. Classic six to five. But I think I said this last week. We still made it through two years of like pandemic stories where you couldn't really do anything. And we didn't even tell all the stories. We're keeping stories? Yeah. I don't even know. You got to tell me off air what we're not talking about. I feel like we didn't tell all the stories because we didn't record the podcast First, we took such a long hiatus because of the pandemic. Yeah, but that's because we had to, it took like six months to build 12 episodes worth of, worth of stories. And my mental health. Both of our mental health. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so tired from not doing anything. Well, if, you, if we learned anything from the pandemic, it's just it, it's a, it's a, it's exhausting yes. not seeing people. Yes, and then going back into the real world and seeing people scary. can also be exhausting, exhausting. and scary. So <laughs> we saw all the people the last few weeks, which but, I love. Yeah, well, why, before we get into all this uh, BS, why don't you drop your contact information? Yeah, so you're definitely gonna want to check out some of the cool shit we've been up to, even just this week alone um it's val gomez 23 on instagram twitter and tiktok <laughs> you're still uh you don't want to push the twitter account anymore right you, th- you what this is the I fourth episode of the week where we thought twitter would be gone but it's still going i think it's still gonna always be there i just think he'll he being elon musk mm. will end up having to you know rethink doing a twitter poll to bring back people who have been kicked off for real reasons well you brought back kanye west i know who's now running for president for 2024 apparently i saw in an apple news update on my watch earlier today i guess like trump kanye and one other dude rallied at mar-a-lago for like lunch (laughs) and then trump's like it was quick and uneventful but it's like that seems like the worst dinner party ever yeah, you know when people are like, uh, if you could go to dinner with three people dead or alive, <laughs> yeah. I would never put Trump and Kanye West yeah. and whoever the third person yeah. were would never ever like enter my equation. Yeah. It might be like Kanye West and Jim Morrison yeah. and uh, Mr. <laughs> Dress Up or something, but I would never like include those three random people, no. which is strange. So, yeah. I mean, Unless it was <laughs> Rich McDonald, but not even <laughs> McDonald. It would be, uh, what is this guy? Beck playing McDonald on SNL. Oh, I'm like, this is a deep cut. I don't know any of these names you're mentioning right now. Remember my favorite guy from SNL who left and he played Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. But you call sorry, him Rich McConnell. That's what I was like, that's something. I don't know these names. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking Old McDonald for no, some reason. I just love how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is two minutes in. We're already way too political for our own yeah. good. You got a Starbucks cup. I mean, cup. It's, it's pretty cool that I know American people. I would argue you almost, almost know. know all American. <laughs> Most people we see in day to day, like coverage of TV That's and movies true. are American. Hello. So. 
As you can tell, this episode's going to go off the rails quite early, and I'm going to have you mute that. Uh... Oh, boy, you're itchy. I'm itchy. It's not me checking my watch. It's me checking my ankle. Okay, even though we both got the same message on our watch. At so... the same time, my ankle is itchy. Mm, sounds you like can the... take my watch. Sounds like the long con. No, I trust you. We... Touch my itchy feet. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp, and then Facebook, Instagram... Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, slash live at 605 to follow us there. Mm-hmm. And Instagram's the best account for the actual podcast. Facebook sucks. And um, TikTok, I just had to put up a second video. So <laughs> I'll do a dance or something one time. But uh, yeah, why don't we get into this week's episode? Unless there's anything you want to break down before we jump into things. No, I think like last week was it was one of those things i always find like we get new energy once we start talking like some people some of our friends are very much like oh you know what like i'm so surprised that you and john find things to talk about like if you go out for dinner do you still have like things to talk about i'm like yes yes right we're also never telling all the stories on the podcast but one of my favorite things um super fans dave victoria a few friends this past week have actually said well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That's it, I'm Brace me to drop the stings. Yeah, but I think this is like, so they had previously said, because um, they've caught up to the podcast and they're listening, that they were like, oh, we also know the deep cuts of those stories, right? right? So that we're obviously telling them in an accelerated fashion mm. without some of the director's notes on the podcast. So they love that they kind of know both sides of the story. So like Victoria was really happy that, you know, a couple weeks ago you brought back like the car wash. Of course, like the best stories are the best story. The yeah. best stories are the the most polo- polarizing stories. Yeah. Are the ones that people either love or hate. And again, mm-hmm. my car wash story from mm-hmm. last season. Yeah. half the people loved it. Half the people hated it. <laughs> But it's like every time we go to a car wash. It's true. But we hadn't gone to a car wash, I think, in months because no. we were getting the new car. We're like, we're not screwed that. We're not putting money into this old car. But it was also very lovely. So new friend of the podcast, not new friend to us. But Tammy was also saying she because she was traveling this past week. She's like, oh, I got some banked live at 605 episodes. I got to listen to on the plane ride. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if we're the calming <laughs> voices for a five hour flight. <laughs> well, I, I, that could be our. I think we're pretty good at this. We've been doing this for next year will be 10 years holy cow 10 years in february i believe it's like february yeah. 8th yeah. 2013 was we, our first year we should almost go back to the st lawrence market and just like sit there where we named the podcast yeah i would do I that name the podcast you named the podcast you weren't even involved in the podcast no, i just Other got than, coerced to doing it well because you never listened to a pod you still don't listen to podcasts no, I only listen to our podcast <laughs> but yeah 10 years is, it's going to be 10 years in like three months which yeah. is and we've done almost 300 episodes <laughs> you have to put, put in that deep cut of like the Arkells. It's been years in the making. <laughs> Too many Arkells references on these things. Totally. But, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Should Ten, we jump into it? We should jump into it. So I think last week where we left off with was we were still in the process of finalizing the details of buying our car. What happened to your foot? Why are you so I itchy? Know, it's so itchy here. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> So we uh, this week we're going to talk about a birthday party we went to. I guess we'll talk about actually buying the actual car and that experience too, right? Yeah, and the aftermath. Like we officially have the new car in our parking well, spot. We no longer have the old car. How are you car. not doing air horns? So well, I don't know. This is uh, so. What what do we have now in our parking a lot? A new car. <laughs> 
Sometimes I do too many sound effects. Sometimes I don't do them enough. It's you got to know when to cue them up. All right. So, I will say though, and what is his name, John? Who? The car. Oh, uh, well, we're jumping ahead now. We got to. Uh, we should tell this in chronological order. Fine. So, do you want to start with the uh, birthday party first? Yeah, because it's actually quite lovely. So we could talk about um, last week. You know, we teased off. It was our dear friend Chris's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's actually quite lovely. His wife's birthday is actually today. Becca. <laughs> um, so it was really nice. So um, like 12 of us, I think, we all rallied to go out for dinner. Pretty cool Italian restaurant. Yeah, in Koreatown. That was the whole thing. It was like Chris didn't want to go for Korean food. So we found like the only Italian restaurant. And I think it was called the, yeah, like, some, yeah, like some, the only Italian restaurant yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I already felt like that feeling of like when Ferris and I go anywhere and we're like the loudest people in a restaurant. I had that feeling of the as soon as we got in there and it was a smaller place, everyone hated us in it because our table was so loud and like not paying uh. attention. Well, well, what do you? Who's who's paying attention to other other tables? No, and stuff? but you're not like. Being belligerent no, or swearing we were just like all or sacrificing fun. lambs. Exactly. Sacrificing lambs. lambs. Uh, no, 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 no. So it was super fun. So um, it was obviously Chris and Becca. Chris's sisters came with their partners. Miranda, Marta, Arthur, D, Al. The whole us. high school group. High school, elementary school for mm. some of us. Um, and so it was so much fun. I think one of the things that I love, it was just very much like everyone just telling stories. But we also got to tell like everyone that we were getting the new car. And I think everybody, again, unanimously, we're like, oh, man, Volvos, mm. right? Everyone trusts a Volvo. It's such a good car. And I was like, yes, like yes. not one bad review. No, definitely um, not. So that was really good. It was actually the day after I flew home from yeah, California. That's right. <laughs> so total rally kind of things. I was already zonked. Oh, yeah. Um, but it is. It's like one of those things where I just build up, um, what you want to call it, like adrenaline from mm. being around friends. And so then... One of the things I love, obviously, Chris was in the wedding party, too, Yes, is we're like, OK, you know, it's a big milestone birthday for him. Oh so we boy. were like, what are you know, what are the full plans? So when we got the invite, it was to go to this Italian restaurant and then also go to karaoke. When okay. was the last time you've done karaoke? It had to have been like 2019, if not our wedding. Yeah, when but it was not really karaoke at our wedding. It was like full on. Yeah, I'm trying to think the last time we did actual karaoke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for our wedding, we performed. Obviously, mm -hmm. the you and the band did three songs, and then we did a Kanye West Jay-Z song. Yeah. I mean, that's technically hip-hop karaoke, yeah. and then you and the band was actually just a performance. But I'm trying mm -hmm. to think the last time we did actual karaoke. It probably was Bar XO. Or whatever it's called. Well, remember, didn't we go to, to see our friend Dahlia do stand-up and then that turned into karaoke? Oh, yeah. Was that maybe the last time? I don't know. That, that was, was so awkward. I mean, that was like four years ago. Yeah, so maybe it was four years ago. Is that like that like makeshift bar? Off of a church, church or something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that was fine. I feel yeah, like we fun. all went up on stage out at some point, yeah, didn't I did, we? I did a Will Smith song. You did probably Taylor Swift or something. Yeah, I think so. Huh. Um, so, no, I, I was so excited to go to karaoke. I was also like a little little bit like anxious about the experience okay. a little bit because i'm like what, what does the room look like like well it was private karaoke it was private karaoke we weren't going up in front of like 800 of our best friends or john wasn't oh, so you were nervous about performance anxiety or no because oh so big big facts, big facts. 
the last time I did karaoke was Tesla's bachelorette party. Ah, there right? you go. So that but was that was like, a- like outdoor. So that's what I was getting nervous about uh, was that I'm like, oh, is this like public karaoke where we're all in like a common space doing it with like rando signing up? Um, you have a good singing voice. Yeah, but not when I'm like sober. <laughs> I mean, even for Fair. the wedding, I was like not as well, sober. You gotta have a few drinks on your wedding day. Yeah, I mean, I had a few times a few, three. Yeah. So <laughs> I think still rock the mic. Still rock the mic. Still rock the mic. Um. So no, did you already go into that knowing like what songs you wanted to sing? Yeah, you have. You obviously have to think about a couple songs, and mm-hmm. so I had a couple in mind. There's always like like I can't sing in the least. So when mm-hmm. it's a tip for anyone who can't sing like me is to find songs whose lead singers aren't even that good of singers. So like, for example, would be Taking Care of Business by BTO, <laughs> where, um, was that, Randy Bachman? Yeah. He's not necessarily, he's, a, he's just not an amazing singer. He's just an average singer. Yeah. But you don't need to, like, there's no falsetto. There's no high crescendos. Yeah. It's just... I've been taking care of business, or so. Why like whispering. <laughs> another good one is if I had a million dollars. Oh yeah, that's like talk that's singing. Exactly. So yeah. again, for someone like me, that's yeah. those are those those are what I'm thinking about for songs. Yeah. Where Except it, you didn't neither of those. Well, no. So what I was gonna say <laughs> is, obviously, I'm not an amazing rapper, but I know rap songs. Yeah. So like, I would feel more comfortable doing a rap song. And yeah. you and I, on the way to karaoke. Mm-hmm had a playlist going and the song Mercy by Kanye yeah. West came on and we both know that song almost off by heart. Totally. So like, okay, keep that in the, I was going to say, anyways, keep that in the, the memory bank. But the one song I was thinking about doing, cause I'm like, oh, let me just do something silly and mm-hmm. funny that again, isn't a tough song to sing mm. is a song called F Her Gently by Tenacious D. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't do that one in the end. No, I didn't do it in the end because yeah. it, we ran out of time. I was going to do mm-hmm. it, but then I'm like, oh, okay. So that was like a song I was thinking about yeah. doing. I couldn't tell if it was like, cause you and I are always game to do like whatever. Yeah. Um, it was like some of the friends were like game to sing and then some weren't as much like game to sing, but like Chris is an amazing singer. Oh, yeah, he's a singer. Right? A Even Becca's an amazing singer. And so I felt like everyone in the group is a everyone good singer. is really, really good. But it felt like one, when we got into the room, right? I kind of already was like, I'll like just one, I need a drink. So I went and got yeah. like a freaking white claw. Mm. But then it was like, okay. How do we set up this room? Right? Because remember, like, we had like the keyboard, mm. the the whole system. We're mm-hmm. like, where the fuck are the lyrics coming up? And then right. it was like an iPad and whatnot. So like I kind of designated myself the finder yeah. of the like the catalog on like YouTube, which was yeah. weird. But then I I didn't really have any songs specifically I wanted to sing outside of Mercy. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you well, did you think about it or you're just like, no. I'm just gonna go with the flow? I'm just gonna go with the flow because I think this is the part where I'm like, I historically remember like there's a few times we've gone to karaoke and it's been longer, but I've been drunker going into it. Yeah. Um, so I think the first song I did um, was Lizzo with somebody else. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Damn time. Yeah. And then I think I did like Taylor Swift with somebody else. You and I yeah, did. You did like 10 songs that night. I know, but I was, I was rallying my favorite song. Obviously I had a few key moments that night. Okay. So here's some top key moments. Oh, One, mm. obviously doing mercy with you. I don't think anyone knew that song except us. I, although Chris's sister did. She was yeah, singing it yeah, with yeah, us, she knew, Sarah. She knew. she knew what was up. It's, it's not, it's, I mean, it's a, one of his hits, but not a huge hit. No. But it's like anyone who loves Kanye West would know the song mm. Mercy. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. And you and I are very much like, despite the controversy, you got to separate the man from, from the, the music. music. Um, and, and there's such great lines as... Uh, uh, Roll some weed on it. That's an ass tray. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, that whole line, that I whole free, or stance is really good. Yeah, the the uh, that's uh, that's anyways, an ass state. That's yeah, that's an ass state. That's an ass quake. <laughs> it doesn't sound it. as per- impressive right I now. I can't think of the actual I know, we're lyrics. too tired, guys. Yeah. Did we manage to say we woke up at like six and Although went to bed I at do, three? I do like the lyric from 2 Chains: Coop, the color of mayonnaise. <laughs> anyways. 2 Chains. 2 Chains. Okay, now catch um, so up anyway. to my campaign. That Sorry. Let's <laughs> uh, so keep going. Was, off the rails. That one was really good. Um, I like. I don't know who put in for the darkness, but that one was a banger. Well, we, we did, of course. Oh, we did? Yeah, I don't I remember like, well, t- taping it in, but maybe I did. No, we did. And we're like, let's get everyone involved. Yeah. Obviously, that was one of the wedding songs. Which was amazing because Al, Chris, you, yeah, me. me, were yeah. like, everybody was singing it, but like standing on the benches of and course. stuff, which was amazing. Then um, I really, really enjoyed... Um, doing Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me with Miranda. Okay. Uh, Elton John and, um, oh my God, George. I was going to say George Wallace. Foreman. <laughs> George different. Michael. Um, so, because we used to sing that all the time and take the different parts in high school when we would be driving around. Okay. But then, for me, the song, because I was like, Arthur's not singing. I was yeah. like, what is this? And I was like, when we were in college, and they're a year older than us, but I remember... They didn't remember this. They said it was a different song. I was like, I don't fucking think so. So when we were in college, they were doing a talent show at UTM. And what's UTM? Uh, University of Mississauga, like the University of Toronto, Mississauga location. What are you doing? Oh boy. (laughs) Half of our friends went there. You can't even do that. Okay. Air (laughs) horns. Um, I mean, we didn't like, I think all like our age group were like, never. Um, so anyways, so I remember them being like, they're doing a talent show. And him and Chris went and did a duet to The Callings. Um, is it just The Calling? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's The Calling, right? <laughs> Not that what, it matters. What is it? What is the damn song called now Where, again? Wherever You Will yeah, Go. Yeah. And I was like, this song is outstanding. And so, like, I feel like it was the best song of the night. It brought everyone. <laughs> I think like, you just love that song. No, no but, like, everyone no, was, you're like, right, you're right. I like 2000 everyone, yes. singing it, like, belting it. Yeah, what is that song? Like, circa 2002? Totally. And so the one crazy thing was, and this is where it's, like, we did Mercy and only one person knew it. Yeah. The rest of the team, or the guys, did Hamilton songs, and we're, like, what the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, we've never seen Hamilton. So we are like, and they were very into it, So, but we were, like, we don't know what these songs are. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, they're tough. Mm. It's, like, six-minute epic rap songs yeah. about like you know hamilton and all those like presidential historic figures i'm Whoa. like I don't, yeah i didn't know that but yeah did you like being at karaoke yeah i definitely liked it, it again like i i can't sing so i'm not gonna jump up there and sing like september by earth wind and fire <laughs> or um or like a beyonce song but mm-hmm. i obviously love doing karaoke and i like seeing our friends who have really good voices and I like just mm-hmm. like doing a rap song or like a silly, stupid song. There was, mm-hmm. um, another song I was thinking about doing was, um, a song called put it in her mouth by Akinelli. What? But, uh, <laughs> it goes, put it in her mouth. No. So I did, well, I didn't do it. Did I? No. You'd be uh, booed off And then stage. I was going to do a song by Devin the dude, but, uh, it was Why are you the, being the most like obscure shit. Because it's, again, they're songs that aren't hard to sing. Yeah. But they have, like, they'll, if you don't know them, they're funny. So I guess so. That's why I was like, I'll do Effort Gently by Tenacious D, but oh, I didn't get time to do I only it. know Wonder Boy. <laughs> um, I, one of the things, though, that I loved about that experience was, because obviously we haven't gone to karaoke 
throughout the pandemic why when we were leaving because i felt like we finally got in the rhythm and it was like 30 minutes left i'm like no yeah right alistair's like we got to do this again mm. and i was like yeah like i would totally because even like we were considering potentially karaoke for my birthday yeah um but i didn't want to steal curse's thunder to be like i know mm. i'm gonna do the exact same thing as you yeah um but one of the other things i love about going to that karaoke location was it was near like the Christie Pits. Um, if you live in Toronto, subway stop, and so it was on Bloor. So one nostalgic oh club that Live at Six Hundred Five used to frequent was right outside it, and it just brought back all the feels. <laughs> yeah, it's a place called Clinton's mm-hmm. where we, we've spent my birthday, other b- people's birthdays, my New birthday. Year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, and it's like a... Any party. It's a classic millennial type of bar where they play like late 90s, early 2000s. Like you would hear the darkness mm-hmm. and um, like Justin Timberlake in, in this bar. And like, it's just like the perfect kind of dance floor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We just had a lot of good times there. We hadn't been there in five plus years. And I think one of the things was like, oh my God, what are they still doing? Like, I thought they were closed down. I thought they were closed down for serving underage people. Rumors. But it, rumors. And it definitely wasn't us. We were all very much over age when we went there um past our prime past our prime um but yeah no it was like quintessential party years but what i love about the lineup when i went back looking for my birthday coming up was you know what kind of music are they still doing and like would it be like one it's easily accessible because it's on the like subway line and whatnot but i'm like oh maybe this is a place like if we ever wanted to go dance again we could I definitely would want to go back there yeah. sometime. I miss that place. I like, know. I feel like Friday nights is like their late 90s, early 2000s mm. dance party. So, so maybe it is like if we were all like, yeah, let's go for a beer. It's hard because we're all in the East End, but I feel like it's I a know. straight shot down. Yeah, it's just a subway ride. Yeah. Like It's pretty easy to get to totally. or whatever. So are you excited we're actually doing your birthday party this year? Car- don't jinx it. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Well, anyways, it's uh, in a couple weeks, we will be celebrating we're your trying. birthday. We're trying. After two years, yeah, we're coming we're, back we're coming. for the third one. So do you want to get into like the actual car story of all, all this crazy? Do you have a sponsorship? Uh, no, I have no sponsorship. What? what? Do the, you? Yes. Who's your sponsorship? The Possessed Raccoon. Oh, damn. Okay, well, hold on. This is your sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. I can't even believe you blew past that. It was I so forget. Stressful. Well, it was traumatic. So, well, I feel like you have like the one of the worst things we you ever did was get have your eye surgery because now you <laughs> see things like you'll be in bed and you'll look out the window. And like 50 feet across the street, you'll see a raccoon on a, on a fence in the pitch black. I'm like, how do you see this shit? My eyes are insane now. So what happened? This was this is fresh. This is, was on Friday afternoon, wasn't Friday it? Friday afternoon, we were like cleaning up as we were like in between meetings and things. And um, again, like we're outside or like we're in the music room, mm. right? Which is like overlooking the cul-de-sac area. And I don't know if you listeners remember, you know, there was, I think it was last year at some point, a raccoon was like fully out <laughs> trick or treating during the day while like a truck was delivering yeah, appliances and everything. Like he didn't give a fuck. We had that one raccoon that was also like 
climbing our fence mission impossible yeah. style i'll repost that video it's 100%. the funniest video they, i don't even like i don't even know if we took any video i took a picture of this one but then i deleted it because i didn't want you to no. accidentally see the no, photos thank you um and so the one weird thing is it's like people who say raccoons are nocturnal raccoons. Are, right they're fucking lying they're out all the time they're taking over then i don't remember if we also told the listeners about Jason, friend of the podcast, him having like a crazy possessed zombie raccoon mm. in his backyard, like oh, yeah. freaking out with like green eyes um, up well, at his like sliding door. But then I guess there's like rabid raccoons or something. Yeah, I want to find the article. Keep going. But I, I found kind of to this point of what yeah. you're talking about. I'm going to find this article. So then we obviously told the story about like the chocolate lied raccoon yes. that never got picked up. So it was like the death raccoon on the sidewalk for four days. But again, this is all happening within the last few months. And so we were cleaning up the music room. I look out the window. It is no more than two o'clock and I see the world's fattest, fattest. fucking raccoon, right? walking through our parking lot. I'm like, ah! yeah. right. And like the thing that disgusts me is like John and I go for our senior walks in the afternoon. So this thing was literally like pacing around with us all day. Mm -hmm. So then I see it. I'm like, Oh my God, where's it going? And so like on our cul-de-sac, the corner house where the mission impossible experience was happening, there's like a tall tree and this thing starts fucking shimmying up the tree. But I'm yep. like, there's no leaves anymore. What no. are you even doing up there? So I'm like, maybe it'll end up going onto the fence and like jump, jumping to like the neighboring street. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. It did not do that. Mm -hmm. Then this, tr so like we live in like a three story house. So we're like, oh my God, we can't see it. Where is it? What's it doing? So we run upstairs to our primary bedroom and we see one of the neighbors who doesn't see Pazuzu in the tree come out with garbage to throw out in a common like garbage yeah, shed. Yeah, that's right. That's and I was crazy. like freaking out and I was like, oh my God, that fucking raccoon's going to come down the tree and then like chase him into the garbage shed. So basically... That's what happened. He didn't chase him, but the guy went to the garbage shed, threw out his garbage. And like, this is the thing with, I don't know if people know a lot about like Pazuzus, but like. We call raccoons Pazuzus. Pazuzus. Pazuzu is another word for the devil. Yeah. But this thing was so massive and it couldn't have been more than two inches or maybe like three inches in height. Yeah. The gap underneath the door to the garbage area. And this yeah. thing was like a foot tall at some point with fat fur and it after the guy put in the garbage he came shimmying down the tree and then like waddled behind everything to the garbage somehow transformed himself into like a three inch raccoon yeah. went under the thing i'm like right i was like john never go in there again and then we're like where did he go? So we're like, okay, let's just go back to downstairs yeah. to like clean out uh, the music room. We come back to the music room. Is the thing not yeah. right in front of our fucking door? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, John. Yeah, it came back and for more. It came back for more. So I was like, what happens if this is one of those zombie raccoons who's like possessed and doesn't know what the fuck's going on? Well, then he like walked down the end of the, end of the, um, the area and we kind of lost sight of him. And then 10 minutes later, we had to take some garbage out oh. and take it to the side of the road. And I was like, I can do it myself but you're like no i'll come with I you for support brave. gotta be brave but we had no idea where this effort was so no. uh, we didn't run into him which was good but that we know of he could have been above us oh 
I dream that was my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So I, re- I came across this article, and apparently, mm-hmm. um, raccoon. There's a disease that goes around every couple of years that it really affects affects raccoons. They're gonna be like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so it's called distemper, and it's a contagious and serious disease caused by a viral or by a virus that attacks the respiratory, gastrotory and nervous systems of dogs and other wildlife, including foxes, raccoons, coyotes, and skunks. Yeah. And even though it's been around for some time, they typically see an increase in the illness amongst raccoon population every two to three years. <laughs> so right now we're in it. So I can't find the numbers, but it's like... was um, it like 14,000 and then it was like only seven or 17,000 raccoons, but only like... No, it was basically, I can't find the numbers here, but um, in a typical year, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the whatever wildlife service might get 7,000 calls to get like dead raccoons or sick raccoons, whatever. But this year it like jumped up to like 13,000, which I is can't. why we saw that dead raccoon on the side of the road and didn't, didn't get picked up for four days because the, there's too many distempered Ugh. raccoons. So yeah. I'm distempered. But I, I, I know. I felt like that raccoon in front of our house was kind of odd. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell if he was bound. Like, zombie. That's why. Like, he didn't have, like, the green eyes or he wasn't going, like, <laughs> but uh, it was definitely nasty. And even last night, I'd throw garbage out at three in the morning. <laughs> three times. Yeah, I know. And I was scared shitless that the raccoon was going to pop out and eat my face or something. Yeah. So, <sighs> well, that's enough raccoon talk. So then should we go to the main attraction? I think we should. Well, we've been te- we've been doing this for like five straight episodes. I mean, it's one of those life chapters, guys. So this really, and we won't, we'll try and keep it as fresh and like as new agey as possible. <laughs> but one of the things, you know, obviously this week had a lot of like pluses, I would say. I'd say so. Um, which was amazing. New car, new luggage. Ooh. Friendsgiving, we won't give yeah, we'll that, get into that story. Next, next time. That'll be next week. Um, but we were so excited because fr- uh, Thursday at 11 a.m., we yeah. were picking up our new car. Exactly. But before we get to actually the picking up the car, you kind of mentioned the, the nice feeling was everyone we talked to when we mentioned what kind of car we were getting, the Vol- which was a Volvo, everyone's like, oh, that's either the most reliable car, or this is the best safety features, or it looks the nicest, or like everyone was so excited. So I'm like, oh yeah. And usually it's obviously we're talking to friends or neighbors or family. So it's like, maybe they're just There's saying, a little bias. Yeah. I'm sure there's a little bias, but once we knew which day we were picking up the car, we had to call our, our insurance company to kind of finalize everything with insurance. Right. Mm-hmm. So I ended up uh, calling the, our insurance company and be like, yeah, we have this new car we're getting on this date. It's like guys like, okay, great. Let me finish putting all this info. He's like, okay, tell me uh, what kind of car it is. I'm like, Volvo, uh, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm going to stop you right there. And he got like real specific. He's like, John, <laughs> let me stop you right there. You know how like salespeople like yeah. you overuse your name yeah. sometimes? I'm sure. Anyway, so he's like, John, I got to tell you right now, this is an excellent choice of yours. He's like, I'm so happy for you, John, that you're getting a Volvo. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Like, He's like, you getting a Volvo makes me want to get a new car. And he's, I'm just like, yeah, well, thank you. I'm like. He's like, no, I, I got to tell you, like, I have a friend who's a mechanic, uh, and he was saying that, like, if you're getting, like, a truck, get a whatever, it was like a Ford F-150, but he's like, if you're just getting a straight-up car, mm. get a Volvo, because, like, they put extra care and what blah, 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 into, like, um, their engines and stuff. Mm. So the guy's like, yeah, I got the inside information. Get a Volvo for a car <laughs> or get a, this for a truck. So he's just like, and then he's like, okay, well, let's go back and tell me about uh, this 
stat and this stat and we're going. Then he would just stop me again and be like, man, I got to tell you, <laughs> I got like a beater of a, of a Honda Civic. <laughs> and just hearing your story is so inspirational to me, man. He's like, John, John I got to tell you, I'm just so proud of you right now that you have a Volvo. And again, this guy is a complete stranger, stranger. from a Viva Insurance. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Viva Insurance. Isn't it? Is that well, what it's don't, No, it's I not. I don't know. You just, Viva <laughs> Insurance. That is a good one for, for an insurance company. Yeah. So he just like for, I swear he spent 10 minutes telling me how proud he was of me. Like he's like, Oh, um, when did you buy the car? I'm like, Oh, a month ago. He's like, and it's ready already. I'm like, yeah. He's like, when I got my beater of a Honda, it took nine months to get my Honda. But I, th- I said, you know what? It's better than 12 months. And look at you getting yours after four weeks. I'm so proud of you, man. Like this is the best news I've gotten all week is you getting this Volvo. And I'm like, it's like, Oh, um, you know, my wife's having a birthday party soon. Do you want to come? I don't know. I could pick you up in the Volvo if you want. And he was just like so excited. It was, um, it was actually quite nice. To yeah, see you how came excited. upstairs and we're like so happy about it. You're like, this guy felt like one of our friends. Like, and I think that was the same we felt with like the deal, uh, the sales agent yeah. at Volvo. Volvo. He felt like he could have been one of our friends. So yeah. So that was that. We have that finalized. We have mm-hmm. our insurance and everything. And yeah, you said the big date was Thursday. Uh, Thursday. This past Thursday. So were you nervous? Yeah, it's it's it, it felt like Christmas Day where I was excited but also nervous. Mm-hmm. I was just nervous with our luck. Mm-hmm. Something wasn't going to go right. Like either they were going to call us and be like, oh, sorry, I actually won't be ready for eight months now. Mm-hmm. Or they were going to be like, you don't have the proper documents mm-hmm. or pa- paperwork. But what about you? I was, okay, so I wasn't, so how do I say this? I was excited. I wasn't nervous, nervous. But I don't, I can't even remember if we mentioned this because we never actually saw our final car yeah right we didn't know what it was gonna look like well, and I, I was like we, we knew, knew the bulk we knew, of it no we was. knew what it was gonna look like but the problem was we didn't see it in the lot so it's like we're getting a black one but then when we look at other volvos and some volvos had like the silver lining next to the windows we're like oh we don't want that we want everything just pure black and so i think that was the part like some of the and we de- didn't sorry we didn't think to ask those questions until this week when it was already too late to yeah. be like did it have this feature and so it was kind of similar to when we did the windows right like I pulled the trigger last minute to be like, no black interior. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was the same. I was like the detailing, we never really went over it. So when other Volvo owners were like, Oh, what color grill did you get? And we're like, I don't even know. Yeah, we didn't really ask that question. We didn't ask that question. I'm like, that kind of stuff was making me a little bit anxious. Cause then I'm like, what is it going to look like? Will Mm. I even like it? Or would, would I fixate if those things were like the metallic, like obviously the car would be amazing, but then it was like little things. And so we, and I was like, I was really wanting a giant bow on it (laughs) as well. So then anyway, so those were the things I was focusing on. Um, but we drove there and it was like kind of getting stressful because we were like, where do we park? And then I was like, I'll just jump out and run inside. That was stressful. It was, uh, it's also like tire changeover season. So at the Volvo dealership, there's also like their garage there. And so mm-hmm. we pull in and I'm like, oh, it's Thursday morning. Maybe it won't be too busy. And it's already like a small, it's not a huge dealership, but there's so only like- It's also li- narrow. Yeah, there's limited parking. So we get there. And of course, there's like all these cars lined up to go into the garage. And we look and like the parking area is completely full. So like, ah, oh, crap. And all the right. street parking where we would have normally parked was like closed. <laughs> Well, we're like, let's just park on the street, even though we're like, I don't think we're allowed to right now, but like, let's just park and then we'll go inside and tell them where we're at and they can tell us what to do. But then as we got out of the car to walk into the dealership, we saw one spot left in the parking lot, but it was like all these cars were around it. So it's like- And a a dude standing in front. Yeah. And a dude standing right in front of it. So I was like, all right, you go inside because we're going to be late. I'm like, 
I think I can pull into this spot, yeah. but it was so tough because again, like I usually I w- we would back into spots, but because of the way cars were placed, I couldn't back in and there was a guy standing there. So I'm like, I have to pull forward, but it was like such a narrow spot that mm-hmm. I'd have to like pull in and slightly revert like Austin powers, like 30 point <laughs> turn. But I was just like so close to like scratching my car, our car, our old car and the cars next to us. I was like, Oh, I don't want to do this. It's going to mm-hmm. suck. But I was able to just kind of get it into the actual um, parking spot. I'm like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. And then we said our final goodbyes to Piney, our old Whoa. car. So it was like good riddance. It was like good riddance, but also like, uh, this will come into play later. But um, we go in, I'm hanging out with the receptionist talking about what winter boots she should buy. Yeah, um, she loves you. Yeah, apparently she was like, you didn't come back and talk to me. It was like, whatever. Um, so then we go and sign all the paperwork in mm. the back. And like, that was like, pretty chill and like you know hassle free and stuff and then it came out to like the moment where they were going to give us like a tutorial and we'd get to see the car well it was also there was pressure because there was like three people who were like okay now it's time for your car we're so excited to see your reaction and stuff so i'm like oh my god like people three people walked us out to our car yeah and i think it was like kind of overwhelming and like we were so excited like we both got high fives from like (laughs) the sale agent and like everybody was like so great about it but i think it was like weird to be like holy shit we just bought a car in five weeks Exactly. It was kind of surreal. Like, this is our car. But then when we got there, it was exactly what we wanted for the car, right? Yeah. Like, it, and it, it was, didn't have the metallic straight. No, it had, it exactly had, it was, it looked exactly how we wanted it to look all black, everything, yeah. like the tires, the wheels, the tinted windows. Like, oh my God, I was mm-hmm. so relieved to be like, mm-hmm. yes, this is exactly what we wanted. So, this brings us to the other point about the car. So, one of the things that we had been speaking about was, you know, depending on the time of day, Right, mm. depending on the weather. the weather. No, the weather came later too. Right. right? We were like, what is the song, yeah, the first song yeah. we're going to play when we drive this car? Yeah. And so if it was a daytime song, our, you know, option was Easy Rider by Action Bronson. So hold on, let me just give people a little quick preview for uh, people who might not know this song very well. Uh, Easy Rider, which is one of our favorite Action Bronson songs. And the reason, like, I remember John playing for this for me before he went to Arizona on the Gardner coming off the Jarvis exit or, like, right before it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this will be so cool to listen in the Grand Canyon. Okay, so hold on. I'm just going to play. Yeah, this is the first song we were thinking of playing. I think you mentioned when we, mm-hmm. we fell in love with it when we went to Arizona. Yeah. So this is just kind of the vibes of, you can hear the intro, imagine us driving out of the Volvo dealership blasting this song. This was our number one song choice, for right? For daytime. For daytime, yes, that's right. Right, sunny yeah. day. It's been so balmy in Toronto the past few days. Yeah. But then if we had a nighttime song yeah. based on, like, in nighttime, we mean, like, it gets dark now at, like, 5 o'clock yeah. in Toronto. So um, if it was a nighttime pickup of the Volvo, our option was Hold My Liquor by Kanye West. So let's play that just a little bit here. Hold on. Just know the old me. 
bitch, I'm back out my coma. Waking up on your sofa. When I park my range over. So that's this song. So then, um, the reason I think we were like, obviously, music's, you know, as you know, this um, is very important to John and I. You know, picking a, the first song of the night is very Im- important to us. But we also wanted to do like hip hop songs that are like aces to us because obviously they have a like really good bass, mm-hmm. right? It kind of like takes advantage of everything in a speaker system. Mm-hmm. Um, and we obviously just love those songs, they're very anthemic to us. Um, but then the wild card happened. It was foggy at mm, 11 a.m. Right. And we were all like, what do we do? What, do, we what, do? what song is this? Is this Hold My Liquor? Is yeah. it a different song? Is it like DNA by Kendrick? Yeah. Like, what is it? But then when we picked up the Volvo, right, and we went outside, it became sunny yes. when we picked up the car. And so when we did the tutorial of how to use it, it was like the sun was shining. Everybody was like giving us high fives, yeah. right? And then they were like, oh my God, we hope you're happy. And we're like, we are. We're just like yeah. kind of over overwhelmed i think 100 percent, and then yeah just like the tutorial of like all the features all the features like we're still getting used to everything but i mean i i instantly i love everything about the mm-hmm. car the seats are comfortable mm-hmm. i love having the video dashboard or mm-hmm. whatever like i just instantly fell in love with it and and um so you drove it home well, i was gonna say the funny thing was after we got the tutorial which was like a half hour long the lady's like all right that's it i'm like okay well what do we do now and she's like Whatever you want, you can go now. Yeah. This is like this is our car. She's like, yeah, it's your car. Like, it kind of felt. Oh, so the one thing that I was also like wigged out about was like we got the new car, and then I was like, why are our license plates so dirty? Like, I didn't actually understand what happened because we kept the same license plate. You thought they were gonna be the same number, but a fresh new plate. Yeah, so I think when they probably saw me, and I was like, oh, yeah, kind of thing. They're probably like, why is she disgusted? Yeah, by I the mean, Volvo? we probably should have cleaned our our old license plate, but uh, but I didn't realize they transferred the plates. Yeah, I, well, I, I knew meant, they would do that. I know. I thought it would just, to your point, meant yeah. transfer the number. Right. No. So um, anyway, so then we're like getting in the new car. We're like getting all souped up and ready to go. Yeah. And then we put on Action Bronson. Um, Meanwhile, you're like trying to take like TikTok videos of me. I'm like, this is also the most narrow laneway. I'm like, <laughs> can you help me just get out of this John parking lot like first? John has like an obstacle course to go through. But we'll if you, post those videos. Well, actually, if you go onto my Instagram homepage, I actually have it saved as a highlight. Yeah, so you can kind of see the first three minutes of us driving, essentially. Yeah. Um, and like leaving with the new car. But... I really love the experience because it's so comfortable. We're high off the ground. It's like everything we wanted. We were kind of like trying to figure out the car in real time. Um, How did you feel driving it instantly? Oh, instantly I felt air horns. I felt very comfortable driving it. We were like, okay, yeah, let's just go for a ride around Toronto for like a half an hour. So we Mm -hmm. went down to like Lakeshore, drove that all the way up to Queen Street, drove down Queen. I think Mm -hmm. we went up like... Woodbine or something. So we drove around it for like 30, 40 minutes as soon as we got in. And, and just like the test drive, like I felt very comfortable in it. I don't know, like how did, I, how did, how was my driving the first time? You were really comfortable. I think it felt really good. You had driven the same model. Yeah. I think I had driven one model lower yeah. when I did the test drive. And um, I was really comfortable, I think, driving. It was more the cameras I was still getting used to. But, yeah, you were, like, obviously you're an exceptional driver. Um, so it felt, like, just smooth and cool and everything. But then... Well, then later on, we, we went home, and then you're we like, oh... go back to work. Yeah, went back to work. But then after we're done work, you're kind of like, oh, I want to 
can we get a coffee? I'm like, sure. Usually we would walk to a coffee shop, yeah. but you're like, can we go drive to one? I'm like, yeah. let's do it. And then we went to a coffee shop. We went and bought a turkey for a friend's yeah. giving, but then even like. Also, big facts. There is a turkey shortage in mm, Toronto. Yeah. So we had to go on a wild turkey chase. Yeah. <laughs> gobble, gobble. <laughs> but again, like my first time in the car and we're driving down Queen Street to mm-hmm. go um, get, or not Queen Street, Gerard Street to get a, a turkey. And my, my, my first big test is a parallel park. He killed I it. I killed it somehow. I'm like, this is the best parallel parking I've done on in like five years. On a busy street with streetcars and, and all And everything. Stuff. So that was good. And then drove home. We took the long way home again. So I'm like, oh, I just love listening to music and driving this car. I thought you were going to be like, I love listening to Supertramp. <laughs> oh, I do love listening to Supertramp. But then I had driven it like four times already. And we were celebrating that night by going out to the keg for dinner. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, there's a few different keg locations closer to us, but we're like, mm-hmm. well, let's drive to a location that has like easy, par- accessible parking or what we thought would be accessible. And you're like, okay, I'll drive tonight because I haven't driven the car yet. And so how did that experience go for you? It was terrifying. <laughs> Sad trombone. <laughs> I thought you were going to go dun, dun, dun. Oh, well, maybe. Uh, well, maybe you should talk about the time I almost killed someone. <laughs> That wasn't you. That wasn't your fault. It was you didn't, my fault. No, you did not. You, you. So my driving experience got off to an amazing start. Yours was a little uh, no. In your own head, a little sadder than I think it actually was in reality. Yeah, but it's terrifying. So one of the things that happened with the change of weather was that it became all foggy, dreary, and rainy again. Somehow, and when dark. I took the wheel, and dark, and dark, it was pitch black, it was dark and stormy. And so one of the challenges that I didn't think I would have, but I did have because we drive because of Zipcar before we bought our original car. We drove so many different types of cars. When I go travel for work, I drive so many rando types of cars. Obviously told the story about the uh, Toyota Prius. But like I drove the Toyota Prius despite all its problems on a rainy highway at 4 a.m. in San Francisco, yeah. right? And but so those like, aren't your cars. This is also our brand new car. And you, uh, like, of course, I was nervous on the first day. I would scratch or hit something. Were, I'm sorry, were you possessed? <laughs> <laughs> Did you think you would hit the devil? <laughs> what is that? Um, so I got in the car and like, t- stop shaking. And so basically... <laughs> I think you said it too. We didn't really. Here's the problem. The very first time you drove the car, as we, you drove to the keg as if this was our original car and you could turn to me and be like, oh, can you put the defrosters on? And I would be like, sure. <laughs> this is a brand new car. And everything's hidden. We'd own it for about four hours. And, and we only drove it for one put, hour. <laughs> we put our seatbelts on. You're like, okay, I'm going. And I'm like, well, first of all, I haven't put in the destination, like how to get to this place. Yeah. And then you're like, put the defoggers on. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and then, uh, like, all these things. And, and like, um, I so didn't we changed my mirror. No, we, like, dro- we drove, you drove before we were completely set up and comfortable without everything. Like, we were kind of adjusting things on the fly. And so, the other part of the story, there's two other parts. One, our front windows just were freshly tinted. That day. Right? So, we're not even allowed to open our windows. And I don't think I was ready for how dark. They were, Mm. right, to see your side mirrors. Mm. And then the second part was you can't open the windows. No. Because of the tint, because then you'll ruin the tint. Yeah, you can't do it for five days. 
And then to John's point, everything was like hidden because it's like this purely digital car. So what I experienced or what I equated to rather is going from like an analog experience in our old car with Piney yeah, to this new like digital car named Sully. That I, you, you blew Yeah. You, we, we didn't, we skipped over the story. So mm-hmm. if the big thing was choosing the music, you had a name for the car yeah. and you finally told me the name of the car when we drove and you just said his nickname, but yeah. tell us the proper name and how you came up with it before. And then we'll get back to your story. So I feel like a lot of people do this, this these days. Cause even like Rob asked and Marie asked like, what are you going to name the car? And I'm like, dude, does everyone know I name everything? But like, yes. No. You name garlands that we have. Yeah, Charlie. Holy. So uh, don't get rid of him. He is uh, gone. No. Um, so my thinking process, I have to feel out what the, you know, inanimate object is, right? Because then a name kind of comes with it. It's like, what style? What's the flair? Like our Christmas tree's name is Fredericton, right? It's kind of regal. And so I'm like, I feel like I know what this car is going to be named but i got to see it first right and so it would have his sophisticated name right it's kind of chic and trendy but then he'd also have his like chill name aka blank mm-hmm. and so i asked you i was like it begins with an s do you know what the name would be mm-hmm. and the funny thing is you always made fun of the movie sully <laughs> right so i was like i that felt like you would know. i know it does and then you know i like the the song sullivan street by counting crows yeah um So I was like, okay, but you had been guessing for like two weeks straight and nothing. And then the funniest thing was... If I said Sullivan, would you have told me or been like, no? No, but I feel like you would have known. So I would have probably went like (laughs) kind of thing. Um, But the night before we got the car, we were watching Abbott Elementary and it was a a Halloween episode. And the main guy um, went as Sully. Sully. And then they kept being like, Sully, Sully. And you didn't even catch on to be like, is that the name? Of course not. Um, so anyway, so I named it Sullivan, a.k.a. Sully. Um, very good name. He's very good name. So we left to go on this merry adventure in the dark. And I'm driving up our main street to the intersection. Um, and I'm about to make a right-hand turn. And does not, like, I can't see, right? But, like, I can't It wasn't see. your fault. It was, the light was green. I'm making a right-hand turn. Does this biker come out of nowhere and like literally come up beside me and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna kill him right and so then I kind of freaked out and then I had to make a left-hand turn it was all very like scary yeah but why are you writing I'm getting rid of our location name oh well you don't know where I started no, but you're like, we went one block and then I turn right and then I turn left on beep. So let me just make a note to get rid of one name. You don't know what's going on out there. So what I will say about that biker is if you were even remotely close to hitting him, mm. our car would have made like 10 different sounds because the new car, like we're five feet away from the, when we back our car and it goes beep. So you were nowhere near this guy. He just came, he came out of nowhere, which is what startled you. And he just went so quickly. Yeah. So you weren't close to hitting him at all. And and it wasn't like you, he had the right away and you were whatever. You were turning right on a green light. He mm. just flew out of nowhere behind us. I guess. So you were safe. You were fine. You were just, it was, it was just a, little a little scary. Then I was making a left-hand turn and I was like unsure about the brakes as well, because like our old brakes were like, you had to press kind, not hard, but you press them and then you would feel them. But then on like what I thought was newer cars, you just tap the brakes and then they break, right? Um, That's how they work. 
No, but I feel like the Volvo is you still have to press a bit hard. Yeah, it's kind of like in, betwe- in between yeah, the but pressure. I would say today, now you, we're jumping ahead, you've driven the car for three straight days. Do you Are you not more used to the brakes? Yes. Same here. So um, just, it's like we like I said, it's just new muscle memory. Yes. But then, so we just wanted like a good old steak, I think, yeah. that night. Because we hadn't had one, like outside of John barbecuing amazing steaks. But we hadn't had a steak in a while. And I was like, I want to drive somewhere a bit further. So if we go into like more of a suburban area, let's just, let's go to the keg tonight. And so you found a keg with what should have been a parking lot that felt a little bit more chill. Well, I was like, we're going on a Thursday night. It won't be that busy. I Google mapped and street viewed. I'm like, oh, there's plenty of parking spots. It was spots like north street. of Midtown. Exactly. Right? Like, there's no, this will be easy going for you to like park for your first time. So we turn into said parking lot and it's more oh of in a like an industrial complex. It's, it's an industrial complex, but it's in kind of the burbs. So it's like, a bunch of houses, but then, yeah, it's in an yeah. industrial complex, so it's kind of a weird spot. And so then we look in the parking lot for it, and yeah. it is ram-packed. Okay, like, there is nothing. And so we're still going, okay, so now we're literally behind the... Yeah, we had to go behind the complex. And then there's still no parking. Yeah. Okay? So then we had to go behind... The, like well, like fr- we keep driving down, right. but now we're like not behind and the further it. You drive, it's still technically a parking lot, but the further you drive, There's the no less lighting. lighting it is. And so I'm and like, more of like a construction zone. It looks like, and like the lines aren't straight. It's pitch yeah. black. It's still raining. And so I was like, okay, now I have to like reverse park. So we found one parking spot and I'm like, just, yes. I don't know if anyone's ever had this. It's like, you do this so often. Like, I don't even think second about parking. Like, to me, it's just like, just do it. Like, front, back, whatever. And then it's like, I have never, like, even when you're driving in the Grand Canyon and I had to go down that, like, cliff, mm-hmm. I was anxious there, but this was on par with how anxious I was. That's not fun. No. And so it was like, I was just getting so stressed out. I'm like, I can't see behind me. I can't see beside me. What, like, why is there no lights here? Where the fuck are we? Right? I'm like, we've had this car less than six hours. I'm going to scratch it. Right? And so then I just kind of, like, gave up in my head of, like, just park this car. You drove home that night because I was, like, not having it. Right? Yeah. But then I told you tomorrow we're going to Loblaws. You're going to get back on the horse and you're going to. No. Yeah. But then you did. You drove it to and from Loblaws. Today you drove it. You drove it up on a main street, and you had to basically parallel park on a busy street, which you did. Went to Loblaws in the rain and all these things. How do you feel like three days later? You're a beast. You killed it. It's okay. You drove it on the highway. I think this is the only part, though. I'm like, I've been driving for over 20 years, and I'm like, why do I feel like this is like my first time driving a Just car again? Yeah, we didn't we didn't set, set you up for success on the first drive. But now, like, you're fine. I'm not worried about you. You're one of the best drivers I know. So just... I think as soon as you're ready to go on the highway, you'll be fine. I, I told you, like, the car had such good pickup, and it's mm-hmm. like you're higher off the ground, so it's easier to see what's ahead of you. Like, I, I, I absolutely love the car, and I know you do, too. I know. I think the only thing was I was so conditioned by the analog car, right, that, like, certain things were like, oh, like, you just had to do them, like, the defoggers, yeah. the heating, like, et cetera, having everything hidden the one thing I made it was like, oh, like, I can't imagine going back to this ever now. But it was like when my iPhone got rid of the home button. Mm. But I was like, oh, no. But now I'm like, oh, my God, this is outstanding. Like mm. or when it happened like four years ago. Right. But I think it's hard to like condition yourself because we've never had a, like I, my parents never had like a digital car that no. I drove. 
But again, it's just, it's all muscle memory. Like in no time, you're just going to be used to every feature that the car has. So, and there's so many, I love the fact that when you play music, you can see the actual album artwork. I know that was you, cool. We didn't even have to figure out how to use the phone in it. Yeah. There's still, again, there's so many features. We have to figure out how to properly use everything, but on a scale of one to 10, I give this car a 10. Sully. Yeah. What do you give them? Four. Oh boy. I'm sure by next week's episode, you'll give them a. 15 out of 10. He did me dirty. Did him dirty. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, we definitely made the right choice. This car actually works. The brakes work. The Do you still grind your teeth when you put it on? No, I haven't done it anymore. That's good. You were it's, grinding your teeth. Your jaw was hurting. I know. I was well, I was scared shitless when we would try and drive the other car just because it had so many problems towards the end. But it was a very good car while it lasted. Did we had lots of important car rides mm -hmm. in it from getting married to buying our first house. All these things we mm -hmm. did with that first car. And now we have Sully. Buying our, our first car from a dealership. <laughs> That's right. So, well, I think we're just about at that time, unless there's anything else you want to talk about for the car this week or say. I don't think so. I just, I mean, I definitely am excited about it. The only other thing that I was going to say that we did buy that was new, oh, or maybe, yeah, I'll, yeah. maybe I'll save it for Friendsgiving. Save, yeah, save it. We'll save it. But we had um, another fun purchase, necessity purchase, I would call it. And we got the same day that we got the car. Which is crazy to me. And so that was like, what is this, Christmas? Um, but John did tease off that on our first trip in the afternoon, with the car we went to sanigan's meat locker and bought ourselves a turkey mm. to host friendsgiving which was no shortage of jokes and comedy of errors <laughs> okay, yeah. so we'll save that for next week's episode you also will tease it right now you had the funniest line of the entire oh, year. It wasn't intentionally funny. But that's what makes to, it funny. I was just trying to build contrast. We had a, uh, and I hope everyone wasn't offended. No, you came me there laughing their asses off okay. because of you. So you had the funniest <laughs> line of the whole entire year. The line is so good. We'll, make, we'll name it, make it the name of the podcast next week. So stick oh, around boy. for that. <laughs> but uh, who did you want to make the band of the week this week? Uh, Danger Mouse and Black Thought. Black Dot of uh, the Roots, the yeah. lead rapper. So yeah, they, we we both love Danger Mouse and, and the Roots and Black mm -hmm. Dot, and they did a collaborative album this year called it's, Cheat Codes. It's outstanding, outstanding. Lots of great songs and lots of great guests from ASAP Rocky to Run the Jewels and even more. So, was there which which one were you thinking you wanted to do? I don't know now. Did you want to do Because or Belize or did you want to do the ASAP Rocky song? Maybe Belize. Let's that's, go chill more. That's what I was yeah. thinking. So Belize. Is a really good song. I think it features, let me just make sure I got this right. Yeah, it features MF Doom, yeah. who's a really good underground rapper who I think actually passed away, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Well, but yeah, this is one of my favorite songs and yours as well from the totally. album. The album's called Cheat Codes, and it's probably going to be on my list of top 10, 10 albums this year. And the song is called Belize by Danger Mouse and Black Thought featuring MF Doom. So let's get a listen right now. So all the ways to get in contact with our, with our asses, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter.com slash Live605. Give us a follow. We got lots of good content there. And then follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I'm Val Gomez 23. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. B-105.
Wanna go for a ride in the car? No. They told me even when the record skip, keep it rolling on the shoulder like a California highway patrolman. Launch codes were stolen and sold by Ed Snowden. I fled to Rome and told him to dress me as a Roman. I'm still in photos, posing with my own omen. A thumping kicker for me to slam like Hope. Hoping it's something like a plain bumper sticker, no slogan. This something for the shooters and back and forth commuters who never knew the difference in laws and jurisprudence. I feel as though it's safe to assume that you're the students and I can prove it to the way that me and Doom do this. You checking the top two of a thousand intelligent chaps with rap projects and housing developments. Cool across legged on a crate like it's elegant. Try to hate, I'm puffing up your face like a pelican. Highly enveloped and activating my melanin. Y'all failing to see what's shaking besides gelatin. News bulletin, I refuse to take the medicine. Fuck a thick skin, I got me an exoskeleton. The black collar feral and a lobster Deliver like an obstetrician but not a doctor Bring the Cambridge, the Webster's, the Oxford's The picture too long to watch See the synopsis Compensated for playing nice It's optics Product of the last poets in the watch Profits, I stop it It's beyond out of pocket Dunzo, I hit the gun show and got a rocket Catastrophic, supreme microphone is In Mexico, we the legendary dos cojones Brothers, both components Of the close to colas, court holders With bars as hard as Angola's Get rude with the dude off chips The mood switch, he chewed off strips of a brood witch Danger make a groove off a glitch Major boo booty twitch and the crew rich bitch Always wanted to say that Ever since the days in hallways torn the stray cat The one he often frequently slapped around All the while waited and graduated cap and gown Hated the rap sound, debated the crap until he felt he had it mapped down. Enough to have the game trapped and bound. Scratching the crown with the names of lames who yapped the noun. A verb for that matter, had no data for a herb who chat chatter. Oh, Eric Estrada, fat rat, the mask made him batty as a mad hatter. Known for his absurd word choices, and will ignore you if you ask him if he heard voices. Look, the energy is crazy. Far as he was concerned, the enemy was lazy. <clears throat> Your attention, please, freeze. He came to seize the free cheese. Before he flees to Belize In case he forgot to mention, squeeze these Just keep it on a need to no basis They knew he was a negro, so no need to show faces Back in the days of no laces On a slow pace, they used to say he might go places Man, whatever the cases The card he played was ace of spades, but no racist A spastic, some call loony When he's put a tune, sarcastic as Paul Mooney